This is going to be such a fun conversation today as we talk about reasons to celebrate in our home. You know, we see it in God's word from the very beginning when he was creating the world and he would say it was good. Or in the Old Testament, as we see the Israelites had these practices of traditions of celebration and that we've even been commanded to practice a Sabbath, which can be its own celebration. And we in our culture have birthdays that are annual celebrations. And then there's the holidays that are amongst us. And I just love the celebrations of fall. And these friends who I have with me today are masters at celebrating in their homes. I'm so excited to bring them to you you to share about some different reasons and ways that we can celebrate as regular practices in our home and also as seasonal practices too. So my friends with me today are my friend Michelle Akrami. She and her husband have been married for 16 years. They have five children ranging in ages from 5 to 11 and watching the way that she celebrates and even being brought into some of her celebrations that we've been able to do together along the years when our kids were a little tiny uh, have been so special. And if you would like to follow her, I know you would enjoy seeing the way she puts this into practice. She is at The Unhurried Farm on Instagram, or you can find her online on her website, unhurriedfarm.com. My other friend who's with me also celebrates so beautifully and intentionally with her family and bringing other families alongside them in that. And her children are a little bit older, which I also really think is a special perspective because sometimes it seems like the intentional celebrations fade away with time, but not with Becky. Becky celebrates so well with her older children also. Becky Slamer has been married for 18 years. Her two children are 18 and 15 and so, so precious watching how they enjoy life together. And you can also find her on Instagram at Becky Slamer. And of course, I'll link all of those in the show notes. And I know that you're going to enjoy your time with my friends today. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Seek Holy Living podcast with Christus Faboda. I am a wife to my wonderful husband, mom to my five precious children, and a friend to some amazing moms that I can't wait to introduce to you. Mothering is not a journey meant to be traveled alone. Join me every Monday for a new podcast where you will find hope, joy, and purpose. Well, Becky, thank you so much for being back again today. This is so fun. Yeah, so glad to be back. And Michelle, such a treat to have you back here again. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's such a treat. I feel like I love getting to sit down with you both. The only thing that would be better is if we were actually celebrating something. (laughs) Like we could just be together and celebrate. We could celebrate anything. I feel like you guys are so good at celebrating life. We could say, we're celebrating the second Saturday in September (laughs) or whatever it is and come up with a reason for it. So let's talk about that. What are some of the upcoming celebrations that your family looks forward to? Becky, you guys do fall like big at your house. I know you love it. We do. We do. We, yeah, we've already been decorated for a few weeks. Um, <laughs> You're we that Hobby fall. Lobby We mom. do. We, I am. Yes. Um, but one of the reasons we do fall big is my daughter and I both have our birthdays the same day in October. Aww. And so birthdays are a big deal for our family. And we celebrate just the four of us. We celebrate with both sides of extended family and with friends. So mm-hmm. every birthday is a big celebration 
in our home. Um, so that's one of the things that we look forward to um, in the fall. But we also, going to Oak Glen um, is an annual family fall trip and a way so to what celebrate. is Oak Glen? For someone yes, who's listening who doesn't yes, live Oak Glen is a local um, place where apple where they, where they grow apples and you can pick apples and there's everything apple. Um, <laughs> so there, I know there's other places like that um, around the country where you can go. But it's a special fall field trip. It could be a pumpkin mm-hmm. patch or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but for us, it's going to Oak Glen as a family and with um, grandparents every every season. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing that we have coming up. Around the corner. Yes. Well, and yes. we just finished, speaking of birthdays, we just finished birthday yes. season. And for us, that's a really important one because my first four all have birthdays in August. And then the next, the, my fifth's birthday is in November. So he'll be around the corner, which is kind of special because he'll get his own. Mm-hmm. But also, it's always been important to me to want to celebrate each of my children well on their own birthdays. Mm-hmm. And so it just looks different every year based on who they are. You know, we had one birthday celebration was a big thing with lots of people. And then we'll have a birthday celebration that was a really small thing. Yeah, so yeah. we also love, love birthdays. What about you? What do you guys have, Michelle, kind of around the corner looking forward to celebrating this fall and Christmas season? Yeah, well, uh, we definitely love um, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, but one um, uh, celebration that we added last year was um, the biblical feast of Sukkot. I was hoping um, you'd talk about these. Yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I didn't know about Sukkot until about a year ago, which we heard through uh, the Ministry of Family Teams. And um, basically, Sukkot is, it's also known as the Feast of Tabernacles in the Old Testament. And it's basically when God uh, commanded the Israelites to build temporary dwellings that they would live in for one week outside of their home. Um, after they've already arrived at the promised land. And so the purpose of that is so that the Israelites would not forget that they were wanderers in the desert for 40 years. And um, now that they're at the promised land, it's it's easy to forget what you've been through. And so anyway, last year was our first, you know, um, trial doing it. And um, it was great. Like it, I, we had some activities for the kids, but the biggest thing was building a sukkah, which is the temporary dwelling outside. And um, we we got a little ambitious and it was very big. But <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing the pictures. You guys have a big yes. family. So we do. And it worked and it fit over our long table. But my husband and I were just talking this morning actually about making it smaller. So it's (laughs) more stable and just everything. But we did school out there last last year during Sukkot. We ate, we feasted on fun food and um, had special dinners and activities that go along with things like one one thing that we did was um, I got some clay and just made little pieces of manna and sprinkled them out in the grass, you know, so in the morning they went out and they had to like gather all the manna, you know, just things like that. So, um, I'm really excited. We're all really excited as a family to celebrate that again, because that Mm -hmm. was a meaningful thing to add to our celebrations. That's really special. One of the things that we have done in the Christmas season, kind of going into that time, that's been a special one that we've my kids look forward to, and they reminded me in the times that I've forgotten. Isn't that kind of funny how that'll happen? You're yes. going, like, wait a minute, that mattered to them. Yeah. Was an idea from Sally Clarkson talked about that they did something called a shepherd's meal. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of took that idea, and you know, you take someone's idea and you bring it into your home, and then yeah. it kind of morphs yeah. into something yeah. different. Mm-hmm. Well, last year when they my kids said, Hey, are we gonna do our shepherd's meal? 
And I said, yeah, actually, you know what? We could do it tonight. So we did. So it's kind of a more simple meal thinking about what would the shepherds eat. Mm -hmm. But then my kids are super like creative and very much into like dressing up and sounds and tastes (laughs) and all of these things. So now when we do it, the lights have to be turned off because it would not be light for a shepherd (laughs) eating their dinner. And they have to, on the, um, on the echo have to turn on, you know, sheep sounds. We've got sheep bleeding in the background (laughs) and, and they went and got towels and put towels on their heads because the the shepherds would have been wearing head coverings and they would have probably eaten with their hands. But like to really imagine what would it have been like to be a shepherd the night that the angels came and announced Jesus's birth. Mm. And it's so sweet how much they look forward to it. And for my younger kids, they don't ever even know Christmas without Without, this. And I think if someone else, it's nothing beautiful. That's one of the things that I like about looking forward to some of these celebrations. There's, I love things that are Pinteresty. I think there's something really wonderful about that. When we do our back to school time, I put up a pencil, you know, uh, banner Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, that goes mm -hmm. up and I like to have all new school supplies and that does look pretty. There's something nice about pretty, Mm -hmm, but also there's something nice about just doing it, Mm -hmm, just mm -hmm, doing a celebration. mm -hmm, And it doesn't mm -hmm. necessarily have to look like something fancy. Yes. And there's a lot of rest in that too. Okay. So do you have some regular rhythms of celebration that your family can kind of expect to have happen. Becky, you want to start us? Yeah, well, I th- outside of birthdays and holidays, and maybe I'll speak about holidays one specifically too, I would say first and last. So first day of school, last day of school, mm-hmm. um, beginning and end of every sports season, um, usually with the, the team that we're with or whatever mm-hmm. we celebrate. Uh, and then I th- there's special things that can become a rhythm, like braces on and off. Like you'll get mm-hmm. to experience that with several kids. Yes. So there's <laughs> something to celebrate there every time. So mm-hmm. there's some of those regular rhythms. But even in the holiday ones, I was thinking even about one coming up is Advent. Okay, so tell us, Becky, about the Advent calendar that you guys do that's special. Yeah, we just kind of tweaked the idea because I felt like there's so many fun things to do during the Christmas season. So every year I just write down all those things and put them in one a day. So even if it's one simple thing, we always download a new Christmas song. Everybody gets to choose a new Christmas song to download every Christmas season. Or if it's going to Logan's Candies, whatever it is. But then spreading out those things for one a day makes it feel special every day, Mm -hmm. um, but feel a little more manageable. So my oldest mentioned that she's already looking forward to how I'm going to be able to do that with her in her dorm room this year. So I'm gonna have to get really creative. But (laughs) that's so sweet. Well, and that's a neat thing that you could even bring your children alongside you while you're creating that list. So that way, maybe at the beginning of December, when my kids Mm -hmm. said, what about our shepherd's meal? Exactly. I could say, oh, we're going to put that on this date and do it intentionally rather than it just... Yeah. Getting picked up. And I find out which things are really important to them Mm because we go through kind of the list of things we've done before and say, okay, what's something, the things you really want to make sure we do this year? Mm -hmm. Because that changes over seasons too, that there have been times that there have been things that I thought were important that really were not important to them truthfully. And it's like, then why am I doing that? And that's a way to kill a celebration. Yes. It's something that just doesn't work for your family or Mm -hmm. is not a joy for them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What are some rhythms of celebration in your home, Michelle? Yeah, well, definitely Thanksgiving, Christmas, birthdays, um, Valentine's Day, you know, our anniversary. Um, I mean, really a lot of things that Becky already mentioned, but I think they really act as like um, just rhythmic anchors in our Mm -hmm. year, you Mm -hmm. know, and I think Mm -hmm. there's just something about being able to look forward to something, you know, Mm -hmm. and something that's different too. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. And try, you know, trying things out, you know, like 
Um, for example, on, you know, this coming Sunday, um, we're going to be hosting a Rosh Hashanah dinner for the first time with a, um, another couple and we'll just, you know, it's exciting to just like grow together and, um, yeah, try new things and stuff like that. That's really neat. So why do you think that it's important? Cause you both celebrate life and you both do life very intentionally. So obviously you think it matters mm-hmm. beyond just the fun. I mean, mm-hmm. the fun is good. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. fun and memories are good, mm-hmm. but Michelle, why don't you start with that? Why do you think it's important that we celebrate well with our family? Well, I, th- I, I think celebrations really are something that you repeat what is important to you, you know, like our habits, right? We repeat them because they're important. And I remember there was a quote, I don't know who said it, but um, it, it's the quote was, it's not so much new teaching that we need, it's reminding mm-hmm. in our life. Mm-hmm. And I just love that. And it really stuck with me because that's what we do. Our habits are what is important to us. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. if we emphasize certain things during our year, that really puts an anchor, you know, Mm -hmm. um, for our values as a family, for our priorities. So I think, yeah, they're kind of like little markers along the way. I think about, again, going back to thinking about Bible times, about how they would build an altar Mm -hmm. as a reminder Mm -hmm. of God's faithfulness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I feel like celebrations almost serve as altar building Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. we have a birthday and it's as though we're pausing (laughs) to build an altar to celebrate them. And when I say having a birthday, not just the, Hey, birthday party, but we also, we sit around the table and all speak blessings Mm -hmm. into the person. Mm -hmm. What have Mm -hmm. we loved about you? How have we, Mm -hmm. what, what what growth have we seen in you? Mm -hmm. So speaking into them and loving them well. And I mean, every holiday, one of the things I love about fall time, we do something called a thankfulness tree where we, I cut out a, uh, like a trunk of a tree for mm-hmm. each person that goes on a paper. And then I cut out a whole bunch of leaves and every day we draw or write something we're thankful for on the leaf and add it to the tree. So by the end of the month, we have a whole, everyone has their own tree that has their own things on it. They're thankful for. And it's so sweet seeing how they think about it. And again, it's one that they've reminded me of like, mm-hmm. mom, don't forget our mm-hmm. thankfulness Aww. trees. Mm-hmm. But I think again, that's an yeah. altar yeah. because yeah. it's, it's laying those stones mm-hmm. of saying, mm-hmm. God, we are thankful thankful. We are Mm -hmm. thankful Mm -hmm. over and over. And, um, same thing. I mean, you could say all the same things about Christmas and the new year Mm -hmm. using that Mm -hmm. time rather Mm -hmm. than just having a party and Mm -hmm. making noise, Mm -hmm. thinking back on how was God faithful Mm -hmm. in this last year? Mm -hmm. And how do we want to, how do we expect to see God show up for our family in the year to come that we can take such deep value from these celebrations. So what, what more Becky, what do you think about? I would just say, so I think celebrating too is also a powerful testimony to our loved ones inside our home and outside our home Mm -hmm. that we can recount God's goodness and remembering who he is. And I think like Michelle said, remembering is so important. Mm -hmm. And um, Sally Clarkson, even she said, I believe we must celebrate because celebration is one of the most effective weapons we have against darkness of our day. And I just think it's such, um, yeah, it can be such an example um, Mm -hmm. and a light, um, to be able to celebrate. And I think sometimes it can be seen as frivolous if you're just thinking of it like a party or something. Mm -hmm. But when you understand why you're celebrating Mm -hmm. and that we're wanting to celebrate God's goodness and who he is and what he's done, um, then it's so much more than that. And Mm -hmm. that God reminds us over and over and over again to remember and recount his goodness and recount his deeds. Mm -hmm. And because we forget, because we're people, (laughs) we forget. Yes, yes. So, and like you guys both have referenced, the Old Testament feast 
feasts were designed for very specific things that God wanted his people to remember. They were annual feasts to be, you know, to be reminded of very specific things because we need those reminders. Yes. We're so, I think about that, that song that says we're prone to wander. Lord, I feel it. Yes. Aren't we? Mm -hmm. And I love Mm -hmm. that about having children. I think that there's something about having a home full of children that makes it easy to celebrate Mm -hmm. and have those times of yes. remembrance together. And I think we have such an opportunity as moms to create that environment. Yes. Right? Yes. In a yeah. low stress way. It yeah. It to be a stressful yes. thing. Exactly. Okay. These Old Testament celebrations. So what is the spiritual value of doing those now? Because we're not Israelites anymore. So why, why do you still do those? Michelle? Yeah. Well, um, for our family, we just really saw that. I mean, we love our American holidays <laughs> and everything <laughs> like that. <laughs> we are all out for those. Um, but we just really realized in the last couple of years that we've just really been missing out on this beautiful, almost curriculum that God has created in these biblical feasts. Mm -hmm. And, um, even with Sabbath every week that it's, it's been such a blessing to celebrate those, um, because they hold such significant meaning about God's character Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, um, big lessons that he wants to remember and things he's already accomplished. Um, so that's one reason we're not trying to be Jewish or anything like that. Like we've had comments about that, you know, and there's nothing obviously wrong with that. We were just, it's been interesting to just adopt a lot of those neat biblical truths that are embedded in those feasts. So, and okay, you mentioned Sabbath. So that is another rhythm of celebration and rest. So what does that look like in your home? Yeah. Sabbath is something that we've grown into the last couple of years and it's literally changed our family. Um, we started small, just a weekly dinner. Um, and we now do it on Friday nights and we look forward to it. And, um, honestly, like sometimes I just do boxed pizzas and keep it simple. (laughs) Um, but we just, it's been a, an anchor in our week to know Mm -hmm. that we're going to rest. Like we're going to celebrate. It's like having a mini birthday party, like Mm -hmm. every Friday and the kids love it. And we have certain, um, you know, things we have sparkling apple juice for the kids, which makes it fun. And, um, we have a box, um, with all of our Sabbath things in it, um, like a special candle with a scent Mm -hmm. that only is burned during Sabbath. So it's literally like the smell of rest to us, especially (laughs) my husband and I were like, it's 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 um, but, um, yeah, the box, you know, we have one kid each week open the box and that box represents, um, how the Israelites were slave were slaves in Egypt, but God freed them. Mm. And for us, we were slaves to sin Mm. and Jesus freed us. Mm. Um, so that's been a fun anchor to have every week and, um, just feast together. We try to have dessert on that night, but it's, it's really been a way as a family to celebrate and we wouldn't miss it. Like there's been a couple times where we've been somewhere else, but we have a Sabbath song that we, you know, play and, and sing. And we were at Knott's Berry farm one week. We're like, it's Friday. And so my husband like put it on. Over. <laughs> you know, but it was so, I almost cried. Cause yeah. I was like, guys, like we can celebrate this wherever we are. Like we're stopping and we're remembering mm-hmm. what God mm-hmm. said and it's a blessing. And so yeah. I could, there's lots yes, more I, I could can say about that. Yeah. Right yeah. Um, okay. Going to some practical things for a mom. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we've given a whole lot of really fun ideas of mm-hmm. things. Becky, how would you encourage a mom who says, okay, it's not in my nature to celebrate uh, well, maybe kind of celebration. You know, we do birthdays, we yeah. do Christmas on Christmas. Yeah. 
What advice would you give to a mom who says, I want to start celebrating more intention intentionally? Yeah. yeah. I would say be realistic for one, um, thinking about your time, your budget, um, even yeah, what's available to you and reality is your friend. So mm-hmm. if you want to celebrate your child with a pool party, but you don't have access to a pool, obviously that's not realistic. <laughs> so right. I think first of all, just that reality is your friend and not comparing to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay, let's realistic? stop there. For a second. <laughs> that's good. You just said not comparing to other people and we're just going to roll on. <laughs> I think that comparison yeah. in our culture right now is a, such a tool that is Satan uses mm-hmm. to stop celebrating mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I think we could say, I don't have the time. I don't have the money. Mm-hmm. I, it's not, I don't just, have the house yet. I don't have the house to do yeah. it. Yeah. I don't, I don't have the, yeah, the space mm-hmm. or it's just not in my nature. Really. Yeah. I'm not that yeah. kind of a mom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and when I look at God's word and how things were celebrated throughout, I would even I would even go as far as to say, if we don't have time to celebrate, then something's wrong with our priorities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. I would. And maybe yeah. it's time to check those. And yeah. the comparison thing, don't quit looking at what other people right. are doing for what right. you should be doing. Right. I think take look at what they did mm-hmm. and say, wow, Lord, how could you have me do something to serve Mm -hmm. my family beautifully as I see them serving their family? And then take the ideas. I think to glean from each other is a beautiful thing, Mm -hmm. but we should not look like each other. Mm -hmm. If we look like each other, Mm -hmm. then we're doing it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Because I am not the same as either of you and your children are not the same as mine and our husbands aren't the same Mm -hmm. and our resources aren't the same. So it's going to look different in each of our homes. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's why I say to start simple. If you if you mm-hmm. don't regularly celebrate, start simple. Pick one mm-hmm. thing to start with, um, and then that it takes time. Like I I've been celebrating for a long time, so I have a lot of stock in every party. I invest in one new thing, you know, whether mm-hmm. it's one new piece of serving dinnerware or something, new lights or something. So yeah. that over time, I have those things, and now it's a little easier to just pull them all out mm-hmm. when I want to celebrate. But in the beginning, I didn't. So in the beginning, we didn't have as much, but I could still choose to celebrate you know yes. so and again yeah. you celebrate like you yes like when I look at your celebrations they look completely different to mine right and right. that's not only fine that's right. good right and so. I would say to pool your resources with friends yeah so mm-hmm. and and plan to celebrate with friends and use together. their so you use the best of both of your resources mm-hmm. um, to celebrate together mm-hmm. absolutely and so. I think being willing to be creative too. Yeah. ask yeah. God to lead you and talk with your friends yeah. who are the close people yeah. and work together and it does take intentionality it does it's not gonna happen mm-hmm. on its own mm-hmm. but I look back to this last ha- last Halloween when things were still like trick-or-treating wasn't necessarily a good option where we yeah. were or an yeah. open option per yeah. se. And so we got together with one family of friends and one neighbor and did some texting and said, what can we do to make this fun for yeah. the kids? Yeah. And we ended up doing a scavenger hunt around our backyard and a couple of neighbors' houses for the candy mm. and had a little party here with just That's these awesome. handful of kids. And my kids said they thought, and we didn't even buy costumes. They all like made their own costumes. Some of the kids did. And I thought, and they said it was one of the most special like Halloween time celebrations that they've had, but it took gathering with other moms yes, and kind of putting myself out yeah. there to see yeah. what do they want yeah. to do? How can we do yeah. this? Yeah. And that was really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. So what's, what would be some advice that you would give Michelle if someone said, I kind of want to start intentionally, but I don't know. Yeah, I would definitely, you know, like Becky said, start simple, mm-hmm. do, do one, um, 
rhythm that you feel like you could do mm-hmm. consistently mm-hmm. and just really keep it simple. Like even for Sabbath for us, seriously doing pizza mm-hmm. <laughs> and ice cream, like that mm-hmm. doesn't. Mm-hmm. And then some, some weeks, maybe I'll feel more inspired to cook something, you know, mm-hmm. more elaborate okay. or whatever. But I think consistency so that, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's looking forward to it yeah. and stuff. It's yeah. really how you're, where your heart is at too, because I mean, yeah. I used to struggle with just wanting everything to look like Martha Stewart. Like early in my motherhood, I'd like a picture. I'm like, oh my goodness, I spent hours doing that, yes. you know? And it's, it. if you can do that, do it. But I know for me, I've had to just like bow out of that ideal and just be consistent, yeah. you know, in the small mm-hmm. things. And then even the kids, as they get older, they can take on mm-hmm. something. Oh, yes. Like, oh, could I bake that, yeah. you know, or yeah. whatever. And it's yeah. like, yay, yeah. we've got a yeah. whole yeah. team. So that's a great transition into mm-hmm. my next thought is I was going to ask about how you eliminate some of the stress mm-hmm. because that is a thing. Mm-hmm. It's not always beautiful. No. <laughs> so how yeah. would you say, Becky? Well, I would say one, one of the ways is piggybacking on things you're already doing. So like food is a great way to celebrate and you have to feed your family anyways. Mm-hmm. So just <laughs> yes. changing up what you're eating and, plan- and planning ahead a little bit um, can be a huge game changer because you're not mm-hmm. adding a whole lot to your plate. Um, you're just changing what you're doing. So that's that great. One, yeah. one thing that came to my mind, Michelle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, it's great. <laughs> yeah. I like that idea a lot. That's yeah. true. Just take something yeah. you're already doing. Yeah. Yeah. Just add to it. I yeah. think another thing is to, again, you said be, be realistic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes planning, I think not sometimes, always. Yeah. Planning ahead of time when you can is a, is a game changer. Mm-hmm. So like when I mm-hmm. was cooking a Thanksgiving meal once and I had a baby who was August, September, October, November, three months old, knowing it's not going to work for me to make something that's requiring me to chop anything that morning because I'm going to be having a baby on me. So I found recipes that I could make in advance and put in the freezer and then pull out and cook in the oven that day. Um, or things that were just more simple and saying, it doesn't have to all be homemade mm-hmm. this time because yeah. that's not going to serve all of us. Right. I think also realizing that children are children when we're having celebrations or when we're not having celebrations. Mm-hmm. So when you're in the middle of, you know, setting something up to look, if the goal is that it looks nice and they're messing it up, if we don't share our expectations with them in advance, yeah. then they don't even know what the expectation mm-hmm. is because they're just being children. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. giving space for that. Yeah. And especially when we're bringing other people in too. If there's another family coming in with us, for the mom to set the tone for all of the children, during this time, we're going to, whatever it is, because if it's just open for all, then they're not going to enjoy it or meet Mm -hmm. the expectation because they didn't know. And they're children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think like we mentioned before too, asking your kids what's important to them and yes. then focusing mm-hmm. on those things. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I have spent way too much time on things mm-hmm. that my kids could have cared less about. Mm-hmm. So, Well, this is a good time to think about that too, going into the holiday season. Yeah. So we go yeah. in intentionally doing the things that are going to serve them yeah. each well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else? If there's a mom who's overwhelmed right now at this time of year already, so mm-hmm. now it's like, oh, great. I already was overwhelmed and now I'm supposed to celebrate. <laughs> Thank you. Any like grace that you would want to send her way? (laughs) I would say take the time to pause and think about how you can celebrate well Mm -hmm. um, to work it into your schedule and your rhythm. And I will say as a recent new moving one of my children out of my home that I am so thankful I seized those moments and I have Mm -hmm. no regrets in terms of how we spent our time and how we celebrated in our house because of the memories and traditions that it built for Mm -hmm. our family. And Mm -hmm. so you won't regret the time that you invest to stop now and pause and think about how you can celebrate. That's excellent advice. That is. 
Do you have anything else on that that you'd add for a mom who feels like it's just too much? I mean, I would just say even too, for you, um, what's special to you will be special to your kids too. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you know, whenever we're interested in something, they tend to just be like, oh, like, you know, so if there's something really special to you or like some part of a celebration that's special to you, maybe capitalize on that Mm -hmm. and do something fun with that. Like if you really love to cook, then find a new recipe if you want to do that, if that is fun or decoration mm-hmm. or, you know, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. your joy will be contagious. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, guys, yeah. thank you so, so much for all of your encouragement. And I would just encourage moms to go find you, um, on Instagram so that they can see the celebrations that you're enjoying and be inspired and grow through those as well. Thank you so much. Psalm 145 verse seven says, celebrate your abundant goodness, joyfully sing of your righteousness. What a wonderful privilege we have as moms to be able to reflect the creativity of our God and to inspire our children with parts of who God is and seeing his goodness and seeing his love and celebrating his grace to us and generations past. And I pray that as you go into this fall and winter season with your family, that the Holy Spirit will light a fire of excitement in you to Be a reflection of who he is and to show him to your children in that way as you celebrate life together. Have a wonderful week and I look forward to seeing the ways that your family celebrates in this upcoming season. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of our weekly conversations. And check out our show notes below where I have links to the resources mentioned on the podcast. I release a new podcast every Monday and additional content at seekholyliving.com, including a video of this conversation and a deeper dive into all things mom. Also, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Seek Holy Living for more fun and conversation. If this was an encouragement to you, please share it with your friends. And join us next week as we talk about protecting our children from pornography.